This is HPR episode 1899 entitled, My Tiny To-Do List. It is hosted by John Culp and is about 13 minutes long. The summary is, introduction to one of my favorite productivity tools, the web-based to-do list called My Tiny To-Do. This episode of HPR is brought to you by anhonesthost.com. Get 15% discount on all shared hosting with the offer code HPR15. That's HPR15. Better web hosting that's honest and fair at anhonesthost.com. Hey everybody, this is John Culp in Lafayette, Louisiana, recording another episode of Hacker Public Radio. Today I'm going to talk about one of my favorite productivity tools, and that is My Tiny To-Do. It's a web-based to-do list that I've used for two or three years now. I don't remember exactly how long I have been using it. At one point I felt like I needed to find some kind of to-do list that was cross-platform and uh, that would uh, sync up my to-do with all of my different devices and everything. And um, what I found, instead of any kind of um, central service that would require clients on all my devices that would sync up with the server, I, I just found this web-based thing where I just use a web browser to log in to um, my to-do list. I, I will have a link to the My Tiny To-Do site. I think it's called My Tiny To-Do because it's a very, very lightweight Service. It's a, a few PHP scripts, and it, you can use either MySQL database or SQLite. I, I use SQLite on my server, and it has always worked perfectly. Um, you can do some pretty cool things with it. Uh, you can have multiple lists. Uh, so they, they show up in your um, interface as a bunch of separate tabs. You can add pretty much as many as you want. I have right now, I think, about... Um, 10 or a dozen different tabs for all the kinds of things I want to keep lists of. I don't use this just for things I have to do. I use it also for um, like things I want to remember, like um, lists of books I want to read or lists of movies I want to watch and stuff like that. I, I don't know if you're like me. I, I will think of a movie that I want to see, and then, but I'll think of it in some random place where I can't uh, write it down or do anything about it. And then later, when I'm actually in a position to watch something, I don't remember what it was. So <clears throat> now, whenever I think of something like that, I just uh, get out my phone and um, add it to my tiny to-do list on the movies and books tab. And uh, that's helpful. I also like to keep a list of the um, uh, ideas that I have of gifts to give to my family at um holidays and birthdays and stuff like that. Uh, what else? Uh, projects that I'm working on usually get their own uh, list on my tiny to-do thing. And so uh, things that I need to do on the various projects like my CounterPoint books or the School of Music website or things like that, I'll keep a list of stuff to do there. And then I've also got a tab that is the right away tab. That's like stuff I have to get done as soon as possible. So anyway... <clears throat> You can have multiple tabs like that. Uh, you can search through the notes, although I was just, uh, I haven't really done that very much. I usually know where 
the uh, items are going to be based on uh, what kind of thing it is. I'll, I'll just click on the right tab and see the list. But you can either view um, tab tabbed lists individually, or you can view all the to-do tasks that you have in your entire database at once, and uh, that's probably the best way to go about searching through them. You can add tags to them as well. This is also something I haven't really done very much, but um, it says on the on the My Tiny To Do website, it says that you can generate tag clouds if you've been tagging everything. So that might be something that you like. You can prioritize notes. You can uh, what else? Can you? you can sort them in different orders. Uh, what else? There, there's a whole list of things you can do, and I'm going to actually put a bunch of bullet points in the show notes um, uh, as far as the features as well. Um, what prompted me to do this show, though, was because I, I set up a separate instance of the to-do list because um, I, I mentioned in a previous episode that I'm going to be taking on new duties starting in the spring semester. I'm going to be uh, the director of the School of Music, and uh, as such, I'm probably going to have a whole lot more stuff to keep track of, and so I've set up a separate My Tiny To Do instance for use at work. Um, I, what I don't want to do is try to manage things the way my current boss is doing. He's, he's a great boss. He, he does a great job, but his method of doing this is simply to have this staggering array of sticky notes all over his desk, sometimes lined up in little, like, strips of them, and then sometimes in little circles. I mean, it, it's, it's crazy how many sticky notes this guy has everywhere. And that's, I, I don't think I can do it that way. <laughs> so I'm going to have uh, a separate, <coughs> excuse me, to-do list instance to manage all my work-related stuff. And the first thing I tried to do was just to kind of transfer over my home to-do list um, instance over to my work server and just uh, rename it and wait while the car goes by there. I'm sitting out in my carport um, to get some nature sounds if possible. Uh, so I, I tried to just kind of transfer all the files over, change a couple of values in the um, setup, you know, the configuration files, and it, it didn't really work. This, this failed. And uh, the reason I wanted simply to um, transfer it over there instead of just downloading a new copy of the code was because I've done a number of hacks to the styling. You know, they claim on the website that this is mobile-friendly, but I found that I didn't really like the, the way in which it was mobile-friendly. You had to add something to the end of the URL to get the mobile site, and I, I want to have always like the same URL no matter what device I'm logging in on. And also, it just didn't look that good. And so what I did was I went into all of the appropriate files and changed it such that it's now a responsive design that checks the width of the device that you're accessing it with and then adjusts the styling accordingly. If it detects that you're on a phone or you know something like, uh, I don't know, 480 pixels or narrower, then it will... Um, kick in a whole different uh, list of uh, um, styling rules for um, the buttons to make them a little bit wider so your fingers can tap them easier and stuff like that. Anyway, so it, it's responsive design now, and, and so I, I wanted to keep all my uh, styling changes, and I couldn't remember where they were, so I thought the easiest thing to do was just dump everything. But uh, since it didn't work, I went ahead and downloaded a new copy of the code anyway, and then 
the way I uh, transferred my styling changes was to just to transfer the themes folder from my old instance over to the new one. And uh, I probably should have done that uh, to begin with. Anyway, setup is super easy. Um, I'm assuming if you're going to try this that you have a server you can use and it's got uh, a couple of the basic dependencies. It doesn't require much. It, it needs PHP. Um, it needs PHP 5-SQLite. So the, uh, well, that's if you're going to use SQLite. You could use um, a big heavy database like MySQL or um, MariaDB, I guess, is the, the new version of that. I've always used SQLite because it's super, super lightweight. So you need PHP, and there's uh, some other PHP module that you need that the website lists. And, uh, <coughs> excuse me, I'm not sure if you need PHP FPM or not, but I have it. Um, it the work server that I was putting this on did not have even PHP on it. I was just using Nginx for just straight up um, storage of files on a web server for me to access. Um, and so I had to install PHP 5 and also the PHP 5 SQLite module. And uh, one tip about this, if you're using Nginx like I am, and then you try to install PHP, it is also going to try to install Apache and a bunch of Apache um, packages also. If you want to avoid that, <coughs> I read online somewhere that you can uh, change the order in which you list the things that you want to install. So if, for example, you put uh, PHP5-FPM and then PHP5 in that order, then it would just install those and not try to install the Apache web server and all those extra packages too. Uh, so anyway, I got the dependencies in place and I moved the code over. Actually installed a new version of the code, stuck it in the right place on the server, and um, then all you have to do to set it up is navigate to it in a web browser and go to like the, uh, the URL for the instance slash setup.php and it will run a setup script that essentially just has one button. It asks you which kind of server you're going to use or database you're going to use, whether it's um, SQLite or uh, MySQL and you see select one, click install, and then it says you're ready to go. And so from there, you can just navigate to the um, URL for your to-do list instance and start making lists. Now, one thing you might want to do is set up password protection, uh, and you do that by going into one of the configuration files. I think it is uh, inside the, the root directory of the web app, go to the DB folder, and then it's, I want to say it's um, config.php or something. You'll, you'll find it. But uh, you can go in there and supply a password. And then uh, in order to access your to-do list, you have to um, um, go through with a password. And so that's one way to protect it from other people. Uh, anyway, I, that's about it, I suppose. It's, um, it's a great little web app. If you like hosting your own instances of things and using open source um, tools, and I, I highly recommend you try it. Um, I, I like it. I use it every day, all the time. I've used it almost every day for the last two or three years, and I don't know. I mean, I guess I could do without it and use other things. I, I think our collaboration suite at work, Zimbra, has a pretty decent task manager thing, but um, I, I really like my tiny to-do list, so that's what I use. Anyway, hope you have enjoyed that.
This has been John Culp in Lafayette, Louisiana on the $2 microphone with my phone recording using the HiQ MP3 app and recording straight to AUG this time instead of to MP3. We will see how it sounds. Bye, y'all. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.